Is that a peanut in your tube? You did put down some M&M's. Stop saying M&M's. <laughs> Pe- peanut M&M's. What do I do with my hands? <laughs> I don't know. Welcome to Flipping Off, a purpose-driven podcast about flipping houses and making a difference. Hey, everybody. Uh, Melina Boswell here with uh, Dave Boswell, founders of New Wealth Advisors Club. So today we're in the studio with one of my most favorite people of all time, Kevin Castillo. Um, we hey, refer Cito. Yep, we call that's him right, Cito. That's right. He has a name, Cito, also Handsome Castle. That's the one I'd prefer. Okay, we'll go with Handsome <laughs> Castle. Um, he got that name in Chile, huh? I got, yeah, because everybody kept asking me what my name meant. We kept going through what names mean, what names mean, and that's what my name means. It means uh, first Kevin, Irish, handsome, mm-hmm. and then Castillo, no brainer, castle, handsome castle. That's so that's why. <laughs> so many things you don't know. He was in uh, Chile actually on a on a mission trip. Back in, gosh, what year was that, Kevin? Was I that in 2010? Yeah, 2010. 2010, yeah. when the big earthquake happened. So that's a great introduction to how long Kevin has been a part of our family. Very, very long time. Yeah. Usually they, they always ask me, are you Dave and Melina's son? That, that's, <laughs> that's every time, every time we, we meet with people, mm-hmm. that's what everybody asks me. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Really? So I'd... now I just say yes. Because <laughs> it's easier to just say yes than say <laughs> Go through the whole explanation of why I'm not. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I, oh, I make the joke all the time. You've been around so much. I, I think I claimed you on my taxes once or twice, and you probably yeah. don't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need some write-offs, so yeah. we took Kevin. Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> at our he's at our house so much. Why the heck not? Right. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I use enough of your stuff. You buy me enough things. I take it. <laughs> <What> yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. We're sitting here. So, Ke- how old are you today, Kev? I'm 26. 26. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's crazy, 26. right? Yeah. Holy cow. I feel like we've grown up with this kid. I know. Like, it's true. He kind of has. I mean, mm-hmm. I, yeah, definitely. I feel like it's from when I first met you guys to, to now, it's, I don't even know who I was when I first got started, you know? Well, that's because you were barely so. 18 years old. Yeah. You just turned 18 years old. Wow. Actually, it was your 18th birthday. I just remember that was the first time I met you. Yeah. That's <laughs> first time. 18. <laughs> 18. Yeah. 18 years old. I want to be a real estate investor. Oh. Teach me. Yeah. How how uh, how on earth did you at 18 years old Well, first of all, how how what made you look for us to become a real estate investor? Where that stem from? Tell us a little bit about your background, your family. I'm come from a bunch of well-educated um, Definitely not. Definitely not. Um <laughs> most most of my family is, you know, blue collar. They work at factories, drivers. Um not not a lot of education. I mean, it's not like we're dumb or anything, but obviously <laughs> we we've worked, you know, most of most of my family came from Mexico, came from working a lot, so that's the the big idea. You're going to to get a ahead in life, you really got to work a lot and work very hard. Um, and then once once I started hearing real estate, started business ownership, I'm like, well, if I don't have to work as hard and still be able to make a ton of money, <laughs> I'd prefer to do that, you know? Uh, That's right up my alley. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense for me. Uh, <laughs> especially seeing, I don't, like, I don't like being up crazy early in the morning. <laughs> You know, you guys, you guys know that already. Yeah. Um, 
and and I just wanted to be my own boss. I heard, oh, time freedom, owner, boss, you be your own boss, you know, put your own hours, make your own type of money, and that that's what I wanted to do. And um, I didn't want to do what the rest of my family was doing. So I saw real estate. I saw different people making tons and tons of money. You know, living the type of lifestyle that I wanted to live, and that's I started looking. I started. I at first I started uh, looking to get my license, looking to be an agent, and then you guys said you don't need your license. <laughs> you know, you need your license to go buy a property and flip it. So then I, I tried to look for the people that knew what that looked like, so that I can copy them. Got it. So you're just graduating high school. I want to be able to be my own. What was it like on the other side? So at at home, you're going home and you're still living with your parents, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to work at that factory." Or yeah, because at first I think I was going, I was taking some college classes for engineering, like AutoCAD and and that type of stuff. And my parents were like, "Oh, that's awesome! You're going to be an engineer. You're going to get your degree. Mm-hmm. That's going to be awesome." And I said, "Yeah, that's not going to happen anymore." <laughs> I'm going to get into real estate. So they're like, oh, well, go for it, I guess. I don't know. You should still go try to get a degree. You should still go try to find something else if that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And that's makes sense. Yeah, that's what that, you know, Mm -hmm. so they kept telling me. Got it. So at the ripe old age of 18, you're like, okay, I'm doing real estate. So, um, your life experience was essentially high school. You didn't come from – it's very different in this podcast because we're sitting here going, you know, normally we have people that, you know, have come from another job or, you know, we've, you know, had various people of totally different ages. You're the only – you're the, the exception, I guess, to the rule other than maybe Christian who came straight out of high school, straight into the, the club and getting yourself involved there. So yeah. you worked as – like you had a couple of jobs along the way. Yeah, I mean, I was working at a like at a golf course as like a dishwasher, busboy, waiter, and then right after that, I got I got fired on that one. Were you and late then to work? I just I think I was late a couple times, and then I was like, ah, I just I'm over this thing. And then I worked at a video shop, and I just got sick of that. The guy kept saying. You know, there's stuff missing. Can't blame me for everything. I'm like, what? I didn't do anything. <laughs> you know? So then I was over that. And then, I mean, I didn't have any bills. So getting into the, like, getting into real estate was just really easy. It's just say, let me go, let me go do it. Got it. So we're coming out and, you know, part of the challenge we talk about, you know, being 18 years old, you know, a huge obstacle you have against you is being 18 years old. Right. Yeah. You know, and the idea of, you know, as we've been talking the last few weeks on these podcasts, talking about, you know, the idea of partnerships and being able to look at strengths and weaknesses. You know, one of your one of your strengths is that you don't come with baggage. Yeah, you know, that's honest. true. I mean, really, mm-hmm. you come like as an open sponge. Tell me what to do and I'll go do it. I'm not going to do it early in the morning. But I'll go do it. Well, I mean, people people are working in the morning, Dave. People don't want to talk too early. They want to wait till they're home. Or, or some of us are sleeping, but got it. We, yeah. we understand. I mean, I, I like my logic a lot better than yours. But. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. So <clears throat> you um, need to lean basically on someone else's credibility in that 
I need someone older to be able to be the face of the business because no matter what, I find a lead, you know, they're not going to give you a whole lot of credibility being, you know, back in the day, 18, 19 years old. And I had braces at the time, which was true. He did have braces. And I I hated that. I hated having braces, going up to the door, telling people, Hey, let me help you out. I I got a solution for your, your home problems and uh, I can buy the house. Like, (laughs) Yeah, I don't believe you. <laughs> right. Yeah. But so that was a challenge for sure. That was definitely a challenge. Yeah. So good news, bad news. So Kevin comes in, uh, just a, an open, you know, plate, if you will, or sponge. He's like, I'll suck. You know, tell me what to do. I'll go do it. And the good news, bad news was you did exactly that. And then you ended up partnering up with a couple other guys that are older than you. And you guys go down and, and close a short sale and, your very first transaction, you you hit the ball out of the ballpark. It's like the it's like the major league ball player who goes up and their first at bat hits a grand slam, and it's like in the World Series. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And where do I go from there? Right. You know, it's like bottom of the ninth. We'll bring in Sito off the bench to uh, hit a grand slam. Hey, coach, walk off. In. Yeah, <laughs> walk off grand slam. Boom! Hits the ball of the ballpark. You guys close that short sale, and it's a a six-figure deal, some over a hundred thousand dollars on yeah, the deal. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and yeah, it was it was crazy. I mean, I didn't expect to make that. I just knew there's going to be something there. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like this could work for me. Yeah. <laughs> so I say good news, bad news, because we joke all the time, and I go, "Oh my gosh, that deal, that deal kind of ruined Kevin's life." <laughs> Ultimate, it's not ruined your life. That's kind of a joke, but at the same time, that. Um, kind of set the expectations a little higher yeah yeah i mean i i you you say that it ruined my life i hear that all the time and before i used to be like it didn't ruin my life dave and <laughs> and then thinking back now it's like it it kind it definitely gave me uh a reason to to forget what i was doing and what i was taught mm-hmm. and and not do the things i needed to do to do it because i i thought i had it you know i thought Oh shit! I my bad. I, I thought I, I you know I was the man. I thought I could handle everything, get every deal done, do it myself, and you know definitely not able to do that by myself. Mm. So I needed other people around me. Oh, got it. So it's good that you you know recognizing that, and we've we've kind of witnessed your journey. Like I, I watched you close that deal, right, mm-hmm. and then. <laughs> We always laugh and say, and, and when you got that check, the check hits your account. What did you go do? I, I definitely went to go test drive a car. I went to the Jaguar dealership. I didn't even I didn't even have it in the account yet, and I went to go test drive it. I didn't have insurance, my own insurance yet, and I don't even know how the guy let me let me test drive it honestly because I went with a couple other friends. They they were like, "What are you doing right now?" Well, I want to buy this car because this is what I want. I want to show up, have this crazy car that's, I think it was like $90,000 at the time. <laughs> and uh, I I showed up to the dealership and the guy's like, oh, so what are you guys doing here for your parents? What does that look like? <laughs> no, I want to buy this car. Let me test drive it. And just like that. Just like that. And he's like, can you afford it? Yeah, I want. if I like it, I'm going to pay cash for it. <laughs> 
That's so awesome. And I, it's so great that he believed you. Yeah, I mean. I, <laughs> you believed it too, I believed though. it in yeah. my head. I was like, yeah. oh, I, I'm going to have the money in my account. If I like it, I'm going to buy it. Just because that's, that's what I thought at the time. That's crazy. Yeah. I live with my parents. I just I, I got a real estate deal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even have insurance. I don't yeah. have insurance. I don't have anything. Yeah. But <laughs> I've I only a, been driving for two years. <laughs> yeah. But I've got a check coming that's yeah. going to pay cash for this going to pay cash so for it, yeah. So ultimately, Kevin did that, and we had the conversation. I told him I will – I don't know exactly – Remember what I said, but it was something along the lines of you threatened me for sure. <laughs> you definitely threatened me. Um, I was scared for a little bit, and like, obviously, I didn't buy the car because it good call, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't remember exactly what the threats were, they were some something along the lines of if you, you waste all your cash on this Bodily stupid home. car, yeah, I was like, uh, you're gonna buy a car. And then you're going to be able to drive it for two months and then have no gas. Yeah. <laughs> because you don't, we won't have any cash in your account. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. I, I, and, and bodily harm. You, you, when you get out of the hospital, assuming <laughs> you can drive that car even then. I would have been out of cash. Out of cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you didn't do that, which was good. And I remember you took that cash and you ended up, you guys went and, and did a, a fix, you bought a house, fixed yeah. that up. We we went to auction, bought a property, and fixed it. And uh, on that one, we made forty one, forty one thousand. Yeah, so forty one thousand. And it was like, I remember your response was like, "Nah, it was all right. We we made forty one. It was only forty one, or something to that effect. Something something like that. Yeah. I mean, again, I was like young, very dumb. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm that much smarter now but i get it more i feel like i'm more mature now for sure yeah yes so so you kind of get so now you're like okay i got this i I, right i got a six-figure deal i just did a fix and flip i got money in the bank right and then what and then uh traveled a little bit i think i went like Melina mentioned i went to uh chile for a mission trip And after that, I was like, man, I just want to go travel again. I want to go visit family that I haven't seen. I went went from Nebraska to uh, whatever other state that was through there, Texas, went down to Mexico for a few months. I think I was gone for another six months or something like that. Mm -hmm. And and then after that, I was just vacation mode for the rest of the year and did really nothing. You know, you, we, we we said Kevin was Kevin's hibernating. Yes, yeah. he went away for the winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> felt like it. Definitely felt like it. But it was cool because I had I had money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. Right. So then, so you got money in the bank. Things are good. And there was a point at which I mean I know that we were I don't want to say hounding you, but there was kind of this conversation of like, hey, Kevin, what are you doing? And you got to get back. You closed a few more short sales, I think, yeah. during that time. Yeah. So we, was... we got a few more short sales. And then, obviously, you guys got that keep a real conversation with me. Like, <laughs> get get off your butt and start going and do something because you're not always going to have that money. You know, right. you can't. You can't retire off a hundred grand, right? <laughs> um, and then I started working with a couple other people in the office: Frank, Mike, Vanessa, Jason, 
And we started going to auction. We started buying, I don't even know how many properties we were looking at. We were looking at tons of properties. And uh, I think the last one we did was 2012, mm-hmm. the last property we bought. But oh, we were, yeah. From auction. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of gone away from those of you that listen to this. That used to be a strategy that we were doing back in the day. So keep in mind, we met Kevin all the way back in 2000 and. Is that 2008? 8, 2008, because that's when yep. we graduated. Yep. Yeah. Oh, there you go. We graduated in 2008. Easy to remember that now. Mm-hmm. So we met him back in 08. So through like 2012, we're still going to auction. We were able to buy properties at auction. And then that strategy dried up as more and more you know, hedge funds and more and more people with a lot of money were sitting at auction just you know buying up properties. Overpaying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, way overpaying for properties and so we went away from that strategy. As, as we got away from that strategy, Kevin kind of went into his little hiatus for a little while. And we did have a keep it real conversation. The keep it real conversation wasn't about making him wrong. It was more about, like, if you want to do this as an entrepreneur right. and you want to own your own business, like, you've got to be accountable to yourself and to your own business. And, you know, as you're growing up, you're, you're, you know, you can't always live with your parents and you can't always, like uh, – be in vacation mode for a little bit, take your foot off the gas, and then suddenly wake up and be like, oh, I got another deal in the pipeline. I got to constantly, consistently build that pipeline. Right. right. So <clears throat> given that, we're here now 26 years. I just blowing my mind. 20, I know, right? Right. I just, I'm looking at him. He's got a beard today. It's it's not a full on beard. I wish it was thicker and bigger, (laughs) but this is what I got. This is what I can, this is what I got. I like it like Well, from, I think I I saw you shave for the first time. So, you know, (laughs) as we're sitting here reminiscing as we're. I had the the toilet paper little (laughs) sticks on there. Probably. From the, in your face all the Yeah. So true. So funny. Yeah. And. You know, I we're sitting here, we're laughing, joking, reminiscing, all this stuff. But I, I really want to hear, like, like if we're gonna like hone in on this, you know, um, here we are, Kevin, who's, you know, you didn't mention in there, and I know you said it before, like some of his influence was from TV. Yeah, you know, definitely watching watching all the the flip shows, and it looked it looked like it was like it was just fun because I mean, obviously the drama was funny. Um, and it, there was a lot of, a lot of different things that came with it, but it just looked, it looked awesome being able to, to get into a property, buy it, uh, fix it up and then being able to make a, a fat check at the end of it, you know? <laughs> right. So, so some of that TV that's, that's influenced, you know, I want, I want anybody listening to this, you know, we, we watch the TV shows and the flip, flip shows as, as we'll call them. And there's a part of it that that we all want, just what Kevin just said. You know, I want to take something that's ugly, make it beautiful, and I want to get a, you know, a fat check and make my own hours and so on and mm-hmm. so forth. And so part of that that reality is, well, you could do exactly that. And, and going back to that very first deal, you find that lead. Could you have closed that on your own? No, no. no. So you needed, you needed other people and expertise and money and, yeah. So forth to get that closed, right? Yeah. I mean, still do. That's that's the biggest you know, realization for me is knowing that there's other people that have way way more strengths and are a lot a lot better at putting deals together. Where I'm good at just communicating with people. I can go talk to 
whatever homeowner, go through whatever that looks like, and then have them be open to a conversation where, hey, maybe we can't get them out of the situation or they are open to buying. And then I can pass that pass that off to somebody else now. <laughs> I didn't I, – I tried to do everything before myself, and then a ton of deals just fell through mm-hmm. and, you know, lost a lot of that, mm-hmm. which – now going back, I I almost wish I wouldn't have uh, I've tried to do it myself, but then it it taught me what I know now, and I can you know work with other people and yeah, you know, pass that's it off a, now. that's a huge huge part. I think you know as I was thinking through, we've had so many, we have such you know a different array of people inside of the club. We have people that have had um, you know longer life experiences sure. and uh sometimes you know it's so interesting to me because there's there's a, a benefit and a loss mm-hmm. um you know there's there's like pros and cons whether you're young or you're middle-aged or you're you know in the second part of you know second half of your life if you will Older. so yeah <laughs> um but you know because the, there's there is a benefit to somebody who has experienced a lifetime and they you learn things you know that that you can only learn through life's experience and i look at kevin and go wow he's 26 years old and he's already his learning curve is like your learning curve is so much shorter than other people. And I imagine from your perspective, it looks like, gosh, I, you know, I've wasted time or I, you know, I spent all that time doing this, this or that. And I look at it and go, my gosh, you're so lucky that you got to spend or, you know, get the learning experience that you need in the way that you did, because that's what makes you such a great communicator. Right. And the ability to to connect with people. And I, I can say this, I don't know very many 26 year olds that have the ability to connect with somebody like, for example, a distressed homeowner who has serious issues and, you know, you could actually step into their world, connect with them in a real and authentic way and then bring a solution. That's, that's an incredible skill set to have at your age. Yeah. It's amazing. And when I see Kevin, I, I mean, I watch him and I I don't think he's, you're very unassuming. You know, I was thinking about this, um, when I was thinking back to what you used to be like when you were 18 Mm -hmm. years old and, and Kevin was incredibly shy. Oh yeah. So shy. And yeah, if you think about it, he wouldn't say, he would only say a few words. And actually he started this business with his sister who Mm -hmm. was much more outgoing, much more, you know, communicative. And Kevin was always kind of in the background and comfortable there. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, yeah, he, you know, through his experiences has become uh, very, very good at communicating. Just that I was just thinking about that, like the, who mm-hmm. you've grown into be is just completely amazing. I mean, I knew, you know, the depth of you, you've always been an old soul, actually, <laughs> deep down, you've always been an old soul, but, uh, you know, it, just the, the skill set, I don't think you can learn that any, yeah, I, I think that's a skill set that you've acquired in a very short period of time. Yeah. Well, I think it's a lot of it has to do with, you know, the influences that he chose, you know, at, you know, at 18 years old, as opposed to, unfortunately, what a lot of teenagers go through and maybe even the, the college experience, you know, and, and what we see from a lot of, a lot of kids that are coming out of college and what that last, you know, several years has been like through college and whether it's, you know, um, whatever you do in college, you know, it's partying and it's, you know, the priorities, his priorities were very different from the word go. You know, he, he, he got to experience the, the, the quick success that he had, right. Which we, we, we don't condone, obviously we don't want anybody to come in and have some idea of like, Oh, we're going to have quick success. He had that, 
he went through that, and then that created that valley for him, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah, got a I bunch agree. of money. I'm going to cruise. I'm going to just I can I can just vacation. I can take time. I bought a used car. That was smart. I didn't buy that Jaguar. So I got a used car. I'm okay with that. I can afford my insurance. I can afford my gas. And then, you know, I take my foot off the gas and then realizing that everybody else around him that's been influencing him is is still here. Mm -hmm. We're we're still working. The club is growing. There's more and more people coming. Mm -hmm. And that influence that helped Kevin really to, to say, okay, I need to, I need to get serious about this and um, get back on the horse, and it's okay. These people are going to accept me, and I'm going to come back and get myself reworking again. And then the second time I'm going to do this, I'm not going to try to do it all on my own. Right. I'm going to recognize that I have things that I'm good at, things I'm not good at. I think all of that is, you know, I, I commend you because it would have been easier just to quit, to be honest. I mean, and there's, I mean, there's definitely been plenty of times where I wanted to quit, and it's and it's always – Going back, thinking back for about you guys, you guys have definitely given me a safe space to come back, you know, falling on my face and done all my mistakes and still accepting me, still pushing me through it and still, you know, being there to support me, guiding me, coaching me, mentoring me on everything that I'm doing. And that's that's been a huge, huge influence on, on my my life and everything that I'm doing. Yeah. Which is which is surreal for us because you know and, uh, here we are such a huge contrast right honey because I mean in a couple of weeks we're gonna have you know Mark here with us and yep. you know what a gigantic contrast <laughs> from the kid from high school uh, all the way to you know someone who's looking to retire right working on retirement right and you know, everything yeah. in between right. and to see that's a perfect example because the two of them together. Their relationship is fascinating. You and Mark. Yeah, yeah. You know? I love Mark. Yeah. That guy's, that guy's crazy. It's so cool. <laughs> it goes back to that that moment of, you know, for me that goes, gosh, how, you know, in any other world, where would two, you know, men in, in from completely different walks of life, how could they hang out together and create uh, a business relationship, a friendship, you know, that is, I think, so authentic and so deep and so real. I don't know any other way that that could happen. Right, right. And, you know, last, mm-hmm. you know, last week we had, uh, you know, Tim and Oscar on mm-hmm. here and, you know, Tim and Oscar and their collaboration. Well, part of that collaboration is Kevin. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and Kevin, so the opposite of oh yeah, Tim and Oscar in so oh many gosh. ways, right? Yeah. Like. I, I don't think Kevin, you're not a spreadsheet guy. I hate spreadsheets. <laughs> Seriously, Oscar and and Tim start talking about spreadsheets, and I I go on my phone and I just start recording videos because I don't even want to talk about it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, you're like the you're the millennial that they desperately need. <laughs> <laughs> the energy and excitement yeah. and uh, the attitude and everything that you have. That- yeah, well, and understanding what in the world you do with all this social media and. You know, how do you, how do you do that? And Kevin, Kevin is, I don't even know if you realized how creative you were, you know? Yeah, definitely not. I mean, I, I, over the last year and a half or so, I've definitely been able to be a lot more open to the creative side of, of everything and really open to learning and being taught new things that before I, I just wouldn't have even been open to it. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're, you're speaking to a different generation, even from, you know, we have, we have kids your age, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, 
So looking at that, like, so if you were, if you were going to leave like your generation, you know, a tip right now, something, somehow, some way they're looking at this and they're sitting there watching flip shows or they're looking for something like, what kind of advice would you, would you give them? The biggest thing is obviously get around people that are successful, get around a lot of, um, a lot of people that are in the industry that you're looking to be in and and that are in the spot that you want to be at because that's the best teachers. Those are the best people that you're going to learn from. Being around a bunch of other kids that, that don't know what they're doing or are still in the, the, the learning phase of it, you're not going to really get anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, that's where I feel I got stuck in. I got just stuck around a bunch of people that, oh, let's go try to do this thing. That doesn't work. Be around someone that's going to really inspire you, influence you to do to do and be better than where you are now. Um, so start finding those people uh, and really learn from them. Don't don't just listen to what they're saying, but put it into action. Mm-hmm. Wow. Great words. Those of- are great words. It's interesting. I was just thinking that, um, you know, I'm participating in a mentoring program um, at CBU. And as I'm meeting with and talking to uh, seniors that are getting ready to graduate from college, um, I've asked them, I asked several of them, so what are you looking for? Why are you choosing, you know, in your last semester of, of college, why are you choosing, why are you asking for mentoring now? Have you ever been mentored? And every one of them said the same thing. Well, I've never had a mentor mm-hmm. and I really want to learn. I, I need to understand what's happening in the real world. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Not college. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Well, Kev, I I appreciate um, you taking time out and being able to share with us. And we're gonna we're, we're gonna wind this thing down because I know we talked about it before we got in here, but uh, we're hungry. Yeah. <laughs> let's go get some grub. We're yeah. hungry. We're gonna go get some lunch. Yeah, yeah let's go. And uh, I just want to tell you, Kevin, how proud I am of you. How much? Seriously, I'm so very proud of you. And every time, you know, I see you, you make my heart happy and. I just love you. I just stink and love you. That's so many things about you. So very, very proud of you. I love you guys. I love to be around you guys. But when we play golf this week, I'm going to beat you. Dave, (laughs) don't even worry about it, Dave. I'm going to beat you. It's not even – I mean, I look good regardless. (laughs) I might not be that great, but I'm going to look good. You're you're going to look the part. You're going to do your best. True that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let's go have some fun. Let's grab some lunch, and we'll uh, we'll catch you guys later. Dave and Melina signing off. New Wealth Advisors Club and flipping out, flipping off. See ya, handsome castle. Dave, guys.